If you worry about what other people think, soon enough, you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show. I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski. So delighted to be here with you today. I wanted to dive into mastering your mornings. Now, you have heard about the 5 a.m. club, you know, people telling you what time to get up and really pack everything into your day. And I just wanted to start out by just chatting with you about and welcoming you to your morning, whether you are listening to this in the evening, whether you're listening to this first thing in the morning. And I'm going to talk to you about mastering your mornings so that you can set the tone for the entire day. And I'm going to go through 10 key steps and to help you really establish a solid routine. Setting intentions, practicing gratitude, to incorporating exercise, to nourishing your body with the best food ever. And I'm going to cover it all. I want to really dive into what has worked for me. Now, now, now everything that I share, you know, if it works for me, I'm going to share it with you. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So there's, you know, not a 100% guarantee that it's going to work for you. But I want to plant seeds of you creating your own routines that are going to work for you. Now, we know that kids, they really thrive on having structure. But here's the thing, so do adults. So let's really dive into creating a well-structured morning. And, you know, waking up early, rise with the sun, give yourself that head start. Early mornings offer tranquility and uninterrupted focus. So I'm going to tell you, when I feel most off track, it's when I haven't been into my routine of waking up early. That 5 a.m., 5.30, 6 o'clock, whatever time seems to be best for you. I, what I do recommend is, is at least one to two hours before you need to be out the door or at your desk, busy doing things if you're working from home and things like that. The reason I say this is that it gives you time to allow space in your mind without full stimulation of everything going on. So you can do the things that really set you up and prime yourself for your day, but also set you up for the success. So what I want you to do is experiment for several weeks to really figure out how you best can master your morning so you can have the most productive day. And here's the thing that I will also tell you, when you keep these commitments to yourself, you're going to have a sense of pride, your confidence and self-esteem is going to boost, and it's going to be amazing. So here's the things we're going to start up waking up early, pick a time that is going to work for you. I like the 530. I like 5am. Those work for me. And the reason why I like the mornings is that I feel like I have the whole house and the world to myself especially when I go to the pool at 6am when that happens. But what I wanted to share with you is when we get up early, this is this time where you're saying, this is just for me. 
I am going to savor this time for me with no demands from anyone other than allowing my mind to be free. So waking up early, giving yourself that head start to the day. The other part is really hydrating yourself, making sure that you're getting a glass of water in first thing in the morning to give you a jump start on your metabolism and get your morning hydrated. And then focus on having at least minimum of two liters a day, as long as that's allowable for you to really make sure that your body's hydrated. Because we know if you're dehydrated or you're not eating nutritionally, you can get pretty cranky, right? And you're not going to be functioning at your best. So this is really this mastering your morning, setting up this productive routine is really about optimizing your mindset, your body for optimal performance right? We want to have the best performance possible. The third one is to really move your body. And that's engaging in physical activity. This could be anything from stretching to a quick workout to get those endorphins flowing. And when you get a chance to go outside, you're going to get those outdoorfins flowing as well. So we really want to encourage that your body has movement and movement is medicine, medicine for stress, medicine for bad mood, medicine to feel your very best. Now, I like to do it in the morning because it's done. And then there's nothing that will throw me off that I don't get to it when possible. Although there has been times I've had to work out on the afternoon based on what's in my schedule. And this is where I'm going to impress upon you, like even if it's 20 minutes of movement or 15, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. See, there was a time I was running errands and I had full, you know, full consideration. I was going to stop at the gym. I had my clothes. I had my gym bag. I had run all my errands. I got to the gym, sat in the parking lot, looked at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have 10 minutes. I have 10 minutes. I have time for a shower. I couldn't lift any weights. I didn't ride a bike. I didn't do anything. And then I was starting to catch myself and beating myself up. And then I was like, whoa, Deb, this is not productive. This is not going to set the tone you wanted for the day. So let's be kind. And let's just say, I'm going to get a shower in today. Tomorrow, I'm going to spend double the amount of time. So minimum has to be 20 minutes. And that day shifted and I was more productive, I got things done, and I got to where I wanted to be without being in a panic and feeling flustered. When we move into a place of doing things with ease, everything else seems to follow. But when we're forcing things to happen, we come with an all or nothing attitude, we don't allow for things to evolve in an easy and fashionable way. Okay, number four is really about practicing gratitude. What are the things that you're grateful for? And, you know, we often look at what we already have, but think about what are you grateful for that could be already on its way to you that you want to have in your life to really focus on the beauty of the things around you. And, you know, people are saying, what you're grateful for? One of the biggest things I'm grateful for is my breath. To be able to take in a deep breath in the morning when I know that there's people in this world who can't or wish they could take one more breath. Or they're struggling to breathe. Have you ever, you know, been in a swimming pool and, you know, someone's, you know, holding you down underwater or you just feel like you've just lost your step foot off the step and you feel like you're floundering a little bit? 
it's that feeling of coming up for air and just having that gasp of air. I, you know, it's pretty profound to know that our bodies breathe regularly, involuntary, but there's times that we need to slow down to pay attention to our breath. And this is where you have the big movement of breath work right now, even though it's an involuntary experience, we're holding our breath, we're shallow breathing, we're not exhaling fully, because of the tensions around us. Now I want you just to take a simple deep breath in and know that as long as you're breathing, you're here to do amazing things in this world. So take a moment to reflect on three things that you're grateful for, because gratitude brings positivity in your day. Now, I just want to spend a little bit of time on gratitude, because you might spend some of this time in gratitude, not only writing down three things you're grateful for, but you might sit down and write a letter or a note and send a card to someone who has impacted your life. And sending this card without letting them know it's coming and letting them open a mailbox instead of bills and flyers that they have this beautiful words of gratitude coming toward them. Gratitude, you can ripple it out to other people and it's very powerful. Now, step five is visualizing your success. Being able to close your eyes and focus your mind on seeing yourself as successful, seeing yourself, you know, reaching the goals that you said you wanted to, to really believe in them, feel the emotions of achievement and knowing that that is just a sneak preview of future events. But as you focus on having that visualization, creating the pathways in your mind and really focusing in on what it is you truly want. Not only do you build clarity, but you can see it, you can touch it, you could feel it, that it's real to you, that this is going to evolve into something you truly want. So imagine yourself accomplishing what you say you want. Visualization really enhances the motivation and focus. It's going to have you more driven toward doing the actions that you require to get the outcomes and results that you want. So really taking the time to visualize minimum of five minutes to 20 minute kind of session to really pay attention to what it is I truly want and what can I see myself doing and visualizing being out there in the world. Number six is really setting your intentions. Like if you start the day and you just go full force into it, you don't really have an intention of how you'd like that day to unfold. And, you know, I've heard people say action ver action words. I've heard people say that they choose their word of the year, but now you choose a word that you're going to focus on every day. Like, for example, today, my day is optimized. And I really want to focus on helping people optimize their mornings to optimize their mindset, to really focus in on achieving the goals that they say that they want. So when you set your intention, you're defining your priorities for the day. And this helps you stay focused on what truly matters to you. Number seven is really eating a nutrition breakfast, fueling your body with a balanced meal to keep your energy levels up throughout the day. Like I said earlier, you don't want to get into that cranky, hangry, you know, response to the world, you want to be well fueled, accomplishing what you want to because your body is a machine. And really, 
paying attention to what you're putting in your body, because it's going to reflect how you feel about yourself and how you treat yourself as well. So really dialing into what is your best nutrition? How are you taking care of yourself? And this is where food prep is a big thing. You know, on my journey, you know, even working with a nutrition coach, what I've come to realize is when we food prep, you know, we plan for things in advance. So if I'm going out, I can, you know, take a plate and put things from a charcuterie onto my plate. So I actually know what I'm eating versus, you know, nibble here, nibble there. Or what I also do is preparing food to take places with me or to have in, in a vehicle or have with me wherever I am so that I am not hungry and not leaning toward any fast foods and making nutritional choices. Step eight is prioritizing your tasks. So make a to-do list, prioritize the tasks and you know, really focusing in on completing most of the ones first, most important ones first. But here is the thing that we need to stop and impress. So to-do lists are great, right? People make all these lists and unless they build them into the calendar, they're not gonna happen. So when you make the list, you immediately transfer it to a calendar and then you dispose of the list, unless it's like the grocery list of items you need, right? The things that you need to pick up. But it's of things to do, you physically need to put them in the calendar and you're blocking time to accomplish it during that time frame versus just randomly say, these are the things on my to-do list, great. If I get to them, great. If I don't, well, there's always tomorrow. Right. And this is when we start breaking promises to ourselves. We're not focused in on the person we want to show up as, the person we say that we want to become. We are letting things slide because somewhere down below in our subconscious mind, we have doubt, we have resistance, we're listening to the naysayers, the opinions of others, and we're failing to look at ourselves and say, wow, I am amazing. I can do amazing things and I am capable more than I'm giving myself credit for. So why am I not ensuring that I can build in time to continually look after my health, continually learning to grow and be better in my field? You know, these are things that you are consciously doing. Pay attention to what's on the to-do list. Are you focused on your priorities? Are you focused on making decisions based on what you say your values are? Because if you see that you're slipping in some areas, there's often that you are not sticking to your values. You're not keeping those promises to yourself. And this is where your self-esteem, your, your confidence is starting to slide. Step nine is if you're going to be productive, you need to minimize those distractions, create a clutter-free environment, turn off those notifications that hinder productivity. And for heaven's sakes, we want to really eliminate things that are going to take us off track. So I want you to focus in on what it is you want to accomplish, what it is that you need to do to create an environment. And I can't stress this enough. Your environment impacts the way you work and, and it creates an energy around you and where your motivation comes from. So often when I'm working with clients, I will say, okay, pay attention to the color of the walls. Are, do you like the color? Do you like the, where you're sitting? The bookshelf. Do you have accomplishments posted on your wall, pictures of you in a place of achievement, goals? So you are reminded of what you're capable of. 
And also when, if someone comes into your office, they can see that you're an achiever. You are someone who goes after goals and you make them happen. You know, you want to create this, it's not a perception per se, but you want to create this credibility with others, but you're also creating this belief in yourself around you by seeing that you've done amazing things before, and yet you're so capable of so much more to really give yourself a chance to challenge yourself to do so much more. So your environment is a big deal. And number 10, of course, is taking care of yourself. This is that self-care. Self-care can come in the forms of journaling. It can be dedicated to activities that bring you joy and relaxation. You know, some people, they'll do a spa day at home, whether it go get their nails, you know, doing their nails or doing a facial or going for a massage. You know, these are things that are self-care, but self-care also has to do with setting boundaries with others, knowing your worth and standing up for what you believe in. So I want you to really pay attention to what self-care measures are you putting in place today? So, you know, I, I know I talked about a few things, but when we're building a healthy lifestyle, it really is about a bookender. And when I talk about bookends, it's really starts the night before. So if you want to save time, be more efficient, become more productive, you need to master your mornings. And mastering your mornings not only come from the 10 steps that I talked about, but mastering your mornings comes from being prepared. So getting the gym bag ready in the morning, setting your clothes out the night before of what you're going to wear, having your lunch pack, making sure there's even gas in the car, especially if you need to go somewhere. There's nothing worse than, oh my gosh, got to text them. I'm going to be late because I didn't put gas in my car. Or I didn't anticipate the traffic. You know, all of these things are things that we can plan for even the moment of the morning to say, what's the traffic route look like? What's my fastest route? You know, to really be mindful of moving forward and being successful in our day. So that preparation is looking at what's going on tomorrow. What are the things that I'm going to need? What are the things that I can lay out to make my day move smoothly? And I guarantee you, when you start preparing in advance, you will figure out a system for yourself to ensure that your car is, you know, populated with the things that you need. If you need the snack, your lunches, you got everything going with you, you're hydrated, you have good things playing in your ears in the car, whether it be a podcast or some great music, that you are really setting yourself for the success that you desire, but not only desire that you deserve. Then when we move from preparation, you know, it's to the mastering the morning and putting in 10 of these things into your day, knowing that you're going to plan to one to two hours in advance that you're going to get up, you're going to be mindful of the day and what you're going to take on. You're going to prioritize and keep those commitments to yourself because you're honoring yourself, just like you would any important appointment on your calendar, making sure that you realize that you're the one that you're living for. And then you can live for other people once you take care of yourself. Also, with that mastering your morning, when the moment you open your eyes and you put your feet on the ground is to really think about what are the thoughts I'm having? 
How do I feel? What am I connecting to in my day? If you're starting with the negative self-talk, like, oh, I slept in, I hit the snooze button again. And, you know, you're not really charged up and ready to take on your day. It's to think about, am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting enough activity? Did I hydrate myself? Did I eat some really crappy food last night? You know, to really focusing in on optimizing the machine that I am right? So really thinking about what it is that you need to do to work at your optimal, because everybody's going to have their own optimal. And here's the thing I want you to do. I want you to test, continue to test life as an experience, you're going to test your assumptions, you're going to test your capabilities, you're going to test your skills, you're going to test the conclusions you jump to, to see if they're in fact true. And you're really going to pay attention to your thoughts and really ask yourself questions about how do I want to kick off my day? What success is measured by? And how is it that I can set myself up for that success? So once you get going in the day, you are going to be able to adjust your day, test things along the way, knowing that as you focus and reflect, focus on those priorities, focus on your values and getting things done. You're also going to have periods of reflection after each and every task that you do in some form. Did that go well? What could I do differently the next time? These are all internal questions. But when you're coming to the night again, it's going to be the bookend, right? We're going to plan for the next day. But with the next day comes with all that a reflection of the day that just has gone by. And how can I optimize or improve myself to be better for tomorrow? And you will develop a routine and structure that is going to be empowering, one that's going to work for you and where you feel most alive. You know, again, like I said, when I look at the times I felt most alive, I was usually up between the hours of five and six and then ready to go, whether it be a workout, whether it be, you know, just having time to journal and meditate and pray to really connect with who I am and how I want to show up in the world. You know, you really want to think about how can I structure my day where I feel most alive? Am I eating the nutritional foods? Am I hydrating? Am I moving? Am I reading great things? Am I, you know, really inspiring myself to be a better version every single day? So, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I want to encourage you to master your morning, create the routine that empowers you to be the best you that you can be. Thank you for joining me here on the Millionaire Woman Show. It's always a delight. You can go over to my website at www.debrakasowski.com. You can get your free 10-page PDF called Reset Your Mindset. So it can help you stay in the growth mindset really challenging yourself to new heights to become that person you see yourself to be and get the results you know you deserve. As Mohammed Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great. Mm-hmm.